All right, so I'm here in Harvard Yard with Kevin, my boy. He hit me up on Instagram and he wanted to meet. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, first question I have for you, man, is like, what's what's your passion? Like, what makes you tick? So I like uh, weightlifting. Yeah. Um, so actually, maybe I should separate it by things that I like to do in terms of like stuff I studied in college and then things I like to do in terms of stuff that's like sure, man. my um, hobbies. Yeah. So I studied... Um, international affairs slash economics in college. Um, so I'm really passionate about like research for that, especially I look into um, like, researching like kind of East Asian international relations. Um, I studied Chinese as a language when I was going to college. So I was, I'm really interested in that. So I'm hoping to do global advisory research for companies like Deloitte or uh, Blackpeak, different things like that. But then like um, on the other hand, I'm also interested in like powerlifting and a lot of things like that. Like I really enjoy it. I've been doing it for six years. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just great. Like I love doing it. I'm trying to start an Instagram possibly um, to do it. And I can imagine myself like starting up a gym in the future. Um, but that's after so many other things I want to do. Like I want to compete in competitions. Um, I want to like, maybe like build my brand and like hopefully be able to open a gym that like everybody can be able to afford to like lift weights. So. Yeah, it, man, that's sick. Um, yeah. yeah, lifting, bro. I, there was this Netflix documentary. Um, it was on Ronnie Coleman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, I watched that one. That it's ridiculous how much he lifts. Yeah, you know him? Yeah, I know Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, he's uh, the guy who everybody talks about how he squatted eight hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he he's he's a monster. Yeah, like I remember, like um, I think it was back in twenty seventeen. I watched Pumping Iron, which is focused yeah. on Arnold Schwarzenegger and kind of his journey to prepare for a bodybuilding competition. And so many parts of like the documentary just like spoke to me, like especially like the parts that like where he was saying, um, so like he flexes in yeah. front of a mirror yeah. to kind of like look at different muscle points. And it kind of seems like it's something that would be very um, like he's like super into himself and just like right. trying to like, oh, show off. But like he was talking about like the mind muscle connection and like how that's important um, to be able to like uh, really focus on like the muscle that you're working out yeah. when you're lifting weights. And so I've thought about that ever since I saw that documentary and it just, it works, it's amazing. So yeah. When did you start bodybuilding? Uh, six years ago, so 2013. Dude, so you've been doing it a while. Yeah. That's great, man. I mean, I'm a runner, so I don't do a ton of, mm -hmm. a ton of lifting, but Know, we'll do like single leg squats and glute uh, stuff, but mainly it's just for stability. Yeah. But um, okay, yeah. So second question, you know, who is someone in your life that you look up to? Was a role model, a mentor, anything like that? Hmm. Be a childhood or even in college, anytime. That is a hard one. I mean, I would have to say, like, I feel, I feel like I have a few different kind of people like that. Um, like, I'd say in terms of, like, the bodybuilding and, like, working out world, like, I'd say maybe, like, um, like The Rock, um, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, people like that. Because I like the fact that The Rock, he's, like, super into, like, exercise, but then he's, like, a really wholesome guy at the same community. time. Community. He has yeah. a nice community following on Instagram. Exactly. And um, then, like, yeah, and I think um, in terms of just, like, 
being able to be like a sort of like renaissance person like balance a whole a lot of things like in terms of like um, nature conservation uh, exercise politics like so many different things I think um, like the talk huh? you, you talk about nature and there oh yeah yeah in terms of uh, that I would maybe say like Theodore or Roosevelt just in terms of that like that type of stuff so uh, yeah I'd say those three people awesome man Theodore he went here oh yeah I know yeah yeah um, sweet and then last question and this is I mean this might be it's, it's gonna hit you but mm-hmm. what would you like to be remembered for I'd like to be ooh man um, that's, that's what we gotta <laughs> think know. about yeah no I, I'd like to be remembered um, as somebody who um, was able to bring so was able to deliver the ability for people to improve themselves like at um i don't know if i should say a cheaper rate but like be able to improve themselves without having to pay a lot and like have to like um like basically make it accessible for people to like be able to improve themselves so like what i was saying so like to back up a bit i taught english in taiwan last year dude Um, i just taught in vietnam oh cool yeah yeah awesome it's so fun right yeah yeah it's a great experience (laughs) like yeah and you get to know like different cultures and stuff you see how people do things over there but among things that i saw like there was a really popular kind of like gym plan over there um where it's like people they um open a gym where you pay per minute and so like in taiwan two hours is one us dollar so yeah which is insane like so you don't have to do like a gym membership contract or anything which is what keeps a lot of people out of the gym so i was thinking what if somebody like set something up like that here because so many people don't want to like mess with gym contracts and like be charged like all these fees for like trying to quit the gym or do this or that um like if people were just able to go, come and go as they please like it would make it so easy so like people can improve themselves like their health and stuff easily through that like i mean yeah and it would be amazing and then like i'm sure there's even ways maybe to be able to make like healthy food accessible to like everybody as well like make it so that because like um I mean, you know how it is, like, here, like, people who aren't able to afford as much, go buy cheaper food, but cheaper right. food is not as healthy. Right. So people end up living with these diseases, and it just it just affects their whole lives. But, like, if we were able to, like, make it so people could exercise without having to, like, spend too much money or, like, eat without having to spend, like, too much money to, like, have, like, yeah. healthy food or, like, just do so many different things, like, I think I would love to be able to do that just to, like, help people improve their lives, so. Brother, you got to start it. Yeah. Get it going, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Like, and in fact, that's like what I'm working towards every day. Like, that's why, like, I see it in steps. Like, I want to see, I want to start competing in uh, competitions. Uh, and I was planning to do that this year, except I've been like applying for jobs like crazy, yeah. and like I can't really fund myself to like do those competitions like, if I yeah. can't like, like don't have work. So I've been like applying for jobs, um, and then like once I get those jobs, and like I really am able to like focus on um, that type of stuff. Like, I can put my name out there and, like, just build my legitimacy in terms of, like, the fitness world. So, I'm interested in that. Dude, use that platform. Yeah. How, so, you've been doing competitions for a while then? I haven't started competitions. Oh, you haven't started? Yeah. Okay. Like, I've been preparing for competitions, but, like, I haven't really gotten to... When's the next like, one? The next one? Yeah. Well, it depends on the state because there's so many different ones in the USA Powerlifting League. So, Massachusetts, I have no idea because I'm 
I'm up here for like a temporary job. Got it. Um, and I got up here maybe about a little bit less than a month ago. Uh -huh. um, but like I'm originally from Atlanta, like I said, and like that's where I was staying before. But like I'm trying to move. Like yeah. I'm trying to move like up north, possibly here, possibly New York City. Uh, but the next one in Atlanta. Shade. Yeah, yeah, let's go. It's hot. Yeah. The next one in Atlanta is like uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, in about two months. So I could. And I've been like working out, like I've been preparing for it the whole time. So yeah. Wait. I mean, how many, how many hours a day are you pumping? Uh, so four days a week, uh, two to three hours a day. So. You must be eating a lot too. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that this job that I have right now, they provide me like a free meal plan with like Tufts University. So like I just literally yes. have like two or three plates of food every Let's time I go. eat. So yeah, yeah. Feel, uh, a meal plan like that where you can just get as much as you want. Athlete life, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm a I'm a runner, so I definitely know it's it's calories in, calories out. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I guess another question that kind of came up to me, like what. What advice do you have for, you know, because you, you graduated, right? Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for maybe college students who are just starting um, or don't really know how they should maybe talk to people or meet people? Like, what what's your take on that? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think maybe go to, like, try to attend events. Like, I've seen, especially, like, here in Harvard Yard, like, I was even going around, I'm already graduated, and I was taking pictures of, like, different things, just because it's, like, so interesting, like, and you can meet so many cool people at these different events. Uh, like, everybody kind of, when they first come to college, everybody has that sense they want to meet people, but they're kind of nervous at the same time, just because, like, um, they're, like, thinking about how people, what people will think of them, but, like, I think they, you just need to have courage to be able to, like, meet different people and talk to these different people, and, like, also think about, like, where you want to go like what you want to do um so i guess on that note also like try a lot of different things yeah so. now was, was what was that journey for you like when, when you were starting college because i know for me i came in and i i wasn't anti-social but i i didn't i didn't challenge myself enough to go up to people and talk and, and introduce myself mm -hmm. it, it was more of like a social circle thing mm -hmm. um so what was that experience like for you so for me what was it like um, so I started college, my college campus in Atlanta was like kind of merged into the city, so it was a different feel, but um, I do remember I was able to, everybody kind of had a sense where we were able to really, really easily just like connect with different people, yeah. so like talk, um, we had, we'd hang out in the courtyard, play ultimate frisbee, things like that. Um, I went through interesting phases because freshman year I did that, and then I think by second semester freshman year to a lesser extent I still did that. Uh, but then sophomore year, our groups were solidified, but I still was connecting with other, like, with freshmen yeah. that were coming in. Um, and I started doing my hobbies, so I was connecting with people who were in the hobbies, like weightlifting, yeah. um, like, stuff that I just learned from, like, different places I worked at, uh -huh. um, people from my classes. Junior year, I made, like, a conscious decision that is actually pretty rare, I think, after I've talked with like a lot of different people from like different parts of the world or different parts of the US. Like I said, I told myself, uh, I, so I turned 21 and I told myself, okay, I'm gonna see if I can talk to at least like um, like two or three new people a day. So, I mean, similar to what you're doing. That's why I kind of was like drawn to it. It was interesting. So like I did that and like I was just talking to people and it was like interesting because like, I mean, I feel like naturally, not even, I don't, it's not even like I feel like, naturally I'm like an introverted person, but like, 
I really am interested in other people at the same time. So I go out and like talk to other people. So like I went out and I talked to so many people like and just made so many interesting friends. And then like at, after that, like I went and studied abroad in Shanghai, China. And that like bolstered it even more. Cause like I already was like talking to different people. So I went from different people in like my hometown that I grew up in to different people like all around the world. And like that just kept going. So like, I feel like just not being afraid and taking chances, doing things like that you um, didn't ever think you would do, but you see like they might, it might be able to help you or you're just interested in, like those type of things will help you like if you start college. So, yeah. Dude, that's some knowledge bombs in there, man. I yeah. love it. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, let's see. What should we talk about? Anything? Um, that's hmm. so loud. Yeah, they're, they're all pretty loud. Um, I think this should be fun. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Um, like, what's... What, what do you see as a theme across, for example, just our generation? You know, is there any observations that you have? And, and, you know, we talk about connection. We talk about... We're growing up in a digital age. Mm-hmm. Our parents didn't grow up with the black media we have. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on how we use that? Mm-hmm. And, right, like, yeah. So I think uh, on how we use uh, media, like, I definitely feel like, I mean, obviously it leads to like a disconnect between us because like, um, so people, so people stay on Facebook or Snapchat, Instagram, for example, and we're using all these things to be able to see deeper into each other's lives. But at the same time, we're not really necessarily living in like our lives like right now. So like for example, like when you go to like a party or if you go to an event, like back in I don't know, I would say, and I'm judging maybe based on the fact that like I feel like smartphones. So I started high, or college in 2012, and I feel like smartphones. Um, kind of were just like really really starting to take off around that time but like so high school like smartphones were kind of there but they weren't really as big as like they are like now um but like so back then if you went to an event you didn't have nearly as many people just filming like you had people who were like actually it felt like they were actually living at the event like they were just going through the experience whereas now um like some people might do that but then a lot of people are also like just filming like they're just yeah. like filming there and right. so i mean there's a disconnect between like um i don't know people experiencing stuff together and just like go like the fact that you experience something together brings people like closer together like and i really felt this because like when i went to shanghai like when i went to china like so i was a broke college student so i bought like a really cheap phone it wasn't a smartphone so i didn't have any of that experience and like because of like the firewall over there like a lot of like my friends on the study abroad didn't have that experience so it felt like we were thrown back into like the 2000s and the 90s so it was a completely different experience when we experienced something we literally were all there to like share it like that moment and because of that like i don't know i feel like that's exactly what like our parents went through like all the time rather than like if they were going out or doing anything like just even in your everyday life like when you're just like out like rather than just like being on your phone or just like oh taking a picture or video of something like they were there like experiencing it so yeah yeah there's, there's so much to unpack there i think uh it's 
it can be really easy to be like, oh, social media is bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's destroying lives, but it, that's just not the case. Like technology, phones mm-hmm. have been amazing. They, yeah. They've done so many things for us. They've connected us in so many different ways. Like you and I wouldn't have been able, like you wouldn't have been able to connect with me mm-hmm. if it wasn't for social media, right? So they can span networks. And I just think, but it's important to realize that the weak ties that you can, that social media creates, right? Like initially on the platform, can turn into strong ties mm-hmm. that people reach out yeah. and they say, hey, I'd love to hear your story in person or hey, I'd love to meet up. Yeah. And I think that's that's where the power comes from because mm-hmm. it's taking the, hey, there's this person in this other country that's doing this cool thing. I can mm-hmm. connect with them. I wouldn't have ever been able to beforehand. And now we can, I can fly there and we can, you know what I mean? So it's that. Yeah, shout out to Luke, Luke Heine. He's, he's my friend. Um, dropped out of Harvard but he's just taking the lead mm-hmm. um, he, he's starting the summer playbook and essentially it's this platform that allows students to update others on where they're going for the summer or, or, or what they're doing oh cool um, and so the whole point of the platform is to mediate facilitate the, the human connection right so it's hey I'm gonna play frisbee in the far- park at five o'clock today everyone roll through mm-hmm. and it's like it's an event and it's using the media to connect people Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that's where the power lies. Yeah. And I don't know if people know that they can do that, right? Because there's the, there's the norms against, oh, well, you can't just reach out to someone. What if, what if they judge me? Or, you know, all these kind of limiting beliefs that, that we have. And, you know, we all, we all experience them. Mm-hmm. You see someone that maybe has 10K followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we immediately see value, someone that you want in, in your life. Yeah. Just send them a message. Say, yeah. hey, I like what you're doing. Let's meet up for coffee. Yeah. Like, that's possible. And what really excites me is that Instagram, Facebook, and these platforms allow that. Like mm-hmm. you were saying. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's interesting that you say that. Like, I mean, because I think, yeah... Like, especially nowadays, people, when they think of social media, they tend to think of it in more of a negative light. Um, I mean, and that's kind of, like, where I was going, because, I mean, there are some negatives, but then, like, the way you put it, like, how it gives you the power to connect with different people. Like, even if it's, like, that person who has, like, 10K followers, you see that there's, like, somebody of value, but then at the same time, somebody who might just, like, leave you on, like, red or something. Like, I mean, it gives you the power to be able to connect to that person. You never know how they might answer back. Like, even, I mean, it's interesting that you brought that up. Like, there was a... it was a couple of years ago. There was like a like a woman who's a photographer in like the UK, or no, it was she was in France, but she was also sometimes based in the UK. She um, was doing like this shoot, like this kind of like modeling shoot for people like like uh, black people with red hair, so like me, <laughs> and like yeah, so she was looking for people, and like I remember she was featured. I forgot it was like on this big magazine that like went like viral, ended up going on like uh, BuzzFeed or something. And then, so I remember I actually reached out to her. I sent her, it was actually the first Instagram DM I ever did. Some model and like, photos. Yeah. And then I, she, <laughs> she, she actually reached out to me and she's like, oh yeah, I'd love to take pictures of you. But I mean, that unfortunately didn't work out just because she was like across the sea and stuff like that. But like still, like it gave me the power to reach out to somebody who got featured like on such like a high level, like which is insane. Like It, it is. Like, No, um, sorry to interrupt. It's okay, it's okay. It, I think... Uh, even with just professors, you know, like have you ever had an experience where you'll 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 email some professor and maybe maybe find out they, they gave a TED talk or something and you guys like are able to beat up. It's just it's the 
coolest feeling ever. Yeah. Of being able to connect with someone who, you know, you, you'll be able to offer value to and they'll be able to offer value to you. And that connection perhaps wouldn't have happened in person based on where, where they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, it's hard to get in front of them. But the message allows you the opportunity. Like you said, even if they leave you on read, it's, you still get that power Yeah. to be like, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Like I, and then I was talking to, uh, I met a friend with the, the security guard in the science center over there. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how so many people come to Harvard, right? There's so many tourists. Yeah. And uh, it's actually kind of amazing. Like, these people are from all over the world, mm-hmm. and they're coming here, and their their minds are open, right? They're, they're curious about this campus. Yeah. And, you know, there's this culture, I wouldn't call it a culture, but there's this notion on at Harvard campus where, you know, you got to be nice to visitors and stuff, but I think people can get annoyed at them sometimes. And I was certainly one of them in the beginning who was like, ah, oh, wow, there's so many tourists, yeah. blah, 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 they're like spying on us. But then I'm like, no, that they're, they're curious. People are curious. It, it's a beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. Let's share it with everyone. Yeah. And what can we learn from people who come here? You know, uh, like literally there's people from everywhere here. It's so cool. Yeah, um, it is. And yeah, I, I'm just, I'm humbled by it. And I think that's why I'm, that's one of the main reasons I actually like this college mm-hmm. is because it, it allows everyone to come in. Yeah. And it's very inclusive and it's the whole idea of fostering different perspectives and allowing the bedrock mm-hmm. for someone to come to share. Yeah, no. It was my presidential speech. No, <laughs> no. It, it, I agree with it. Like, I mean, I've only been on this campus twice. Like, the first time was literally when I walked through uh, after hanging out with a friend, like, in another part of Boston. And, like, I happen to see, like, your advertisement over there. And then, like, this is the second time. But, like, I mean, between those two times, like, I have seen, like, so many people from, like, all over the world. I've seen a lot of tourists. Um, I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to any. But, um, oh, actually, I ra- it was really funny, though. I ran into, so, a guy who I knew from this job opportunity that I have here in Boston. Like, I knew him from all the way over there. But, like, he already finished his time. And he happened to be... Um, he happened to be, he goes, he went to Harvard. So he yeah. happened to be like over near the dorms, I guess. And when I was walking by, I just happened to run into him. So I thought that was funny. But um, like, that's really the only person like that I had talked to like on this campus, like through that first time. But I'm sure if I talk to like any of the people, like I get a lot of like um, perspective on like, I don't know where they're from, uh, why they're here, like what they hope to do like in the world, different things like that. You got to help me with this mission then. Yeah. On commute. Yeah. I mean, I. It's it's so it's been so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you get rejections. You get people who don't want to talk, and it's fine. You know, they yeah. don't know, they don't owe me anything. People have lives. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you do, every once in a while, get that person who's walking down the street and they're just like, maybe dancing and like, you can tell they're just vibing. Yeah. Sharing in that is is so fun. <laughs> I bet, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd be definitely willing to help. Um, I'm not really in Boston for too long. I'm only here till, well, right now, plan 